This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hi, right, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody out there in radio listening land or internet listening or phone listening. However you're doing it, we appreciate you doing it. Maybe you're uh, getting off your phone for two hours to listen to us and get away from uh, Amazon Prime Day. I know it's been big for Dooley over the last day and a half, just finding the deals and it getting was, that 25% off. My wife's trying to find a TV, actually. Yeah trying to get a cheap one because she wants to change hers out okay and best buy actually has a uh their fourth christmas in july thing so try best buy too okay. or sam's I'll is always a good option yeah it is yeah uh so yeah because she has uh, i mean she watches the tv that's in the, in the living room mostly i watch it a lot but she watches it more than anybody but in our bedroom we have a small tv and she wants to get a bigger tv because it's far away from the bed and as I've told her when we're in bed, objects may be smaller than they appear. Agreed. <laughs> Surprised you're even in bed with her at your age. Pretty good. I don't always stay there, but I get there. Not a baby. Proud of you. All right. Well, not much has happened other than a all-star game because this is the time of year where there's no sports going on. There's a lot going on, though. But it, all everything that's going on is going, it's going on in anticipation of what's going to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... I'm fired up about SEC media days. I'm fired up about the British Open next week. This week, nothing is going on. You're right. Uh, Big 12 media days is today, though. And the quarterback from Kansas, I think his name is Jalen Evans, is wearing a necklace of some sort that is showing his highlights on the necklace. So you go up to interview him and you can watch his highlights. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Oh, man. These guys are uh, they're living in a different world than what the uh, youngsters grew up in. Yeah, Acuna had a chain of himself on it. Another guy had himself like interviewing himself or something. So I always they're thought all trying was, to one up each other. I always thought it was a little uh, egotistical to wear your number around your neck, not when it was like a little ten or yeah. whatever, a little forty-one. But when it's this giant gold 2021, 20, I was like, come on, man. I don't need to see that. Yeah, we know it's on the back of your jersey. We yeah. don't need to know what number it's you are. That's all we need. <laughs> but, yeah. Speaking, so speaking of that, interesting. did you watch any of the All-Star game? Um, at one point, Karen had it on, and I actually walked, walked in, and she didn't know what it was because she, their uniforms were so drab. She's like, what is it? What? Who's Strab me. Just boring. Okay. They were all. So then I want to ask you this question. And that's all I saw was one guy. Do you like, I guess in, in that instance, probably a no, 
But would you rather them wear their normal? Oh, I love that. That because everybody's days. wearing different uniforms, exactly. right? Exactly, wearing all the your your home team's uniform. Right now, you look at a guy and you go, "I don't even know where he played." But yeah, um, what team was he on? But it again, does have their logo really on poor. their sleeve and their leg. It's got the okay, team well, logo. I don't want to have to look at a guy's leg or a guy's sleeve. I mean, just well, still their uniform. Put that Atlanta Braves jersey on and go out there and do something. I like it better. I like the old days better. I mean, they don't even wear hats from their teams, right? They could just wear the regular. No, they had it on on the side. See, you're, you you have to look too hard. The lo- well. Technically, the logo was on the side, and then the team hat was on front. Yeah. So it was still their team hat, but it just boring. was the same color as everybody else. It's hard for me to tell because, I, like I said, I watched one guy. One batter, he hit the ball to the wall. Remember that catch that the right fielder made against the wall? First play of the game. Was it the first play of the game? Yeah. Okay. That was the only thing I watched. I just don't – I'm just not that much into baseball, but also, like I've said a million times, Jeff, you know – Watching um, all these great players go against each other, they just did, you know. So it's not like it's. It used to mean something when I was a young man, because it was the AL and NL, and they didn't see each other until the World Series. Now it doesn't mean anything. It's just another game, another All Star game. Guys played last week, um, and there's nothing on the line, right? No, I mean, nothing. On the I line. mean, even though it was stupid to have what was on the line on the line. It was dumb, and it was a bad decision. There's still a way to make something. So are you saying they shouldn't even do an all-star game? You have no choice. And, again, the place is packed, and a lot of people watch it. I'm sure it got decent ratings, not great ratings. But, no, I mean, they they got to do them, but it, they're for the, it's for the hardcore fans, I think. All all-star games. Except the uh, NFL all-star game, which is for nobody. <laughs> and that's why they don't have it anymore. What about... If they did a, other than the home run derby, make it more like the NBA, so you have a target at home plate and outfielders are trying to hit a target or seeing how hard they throw it from third to first at miles per hour, not, who wins? Still not going to do it for me. That wouldn't No, I just you. don't. I, 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 I get that they need a break, and I get that you need to have an all-star game. It just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't mean I'm right. I'm probably wrong. But it just does nothing for me to watch an all-star game. It does nothing to me to, for me to watch Padres at Angels. No, you know? but I, I thought it was really cool, and you didn't watch it, so you obviously didn't see it. But they would mic up various people, and sometimes they actually had the pitcher mic'd up and the hitter that was coming to the plate mic'd up. So they were able to basically get interviewed from – John Smoltz and Joe Davis. Not a big fan. While of the that. guy was pitching and while the guy was hitting. I'm what not do you a, mean? How cool am, is that? I, it's not cool. How is that not cool? It's not cool because it's a distraction, and if you're focusing on what you're doing, it shouldn't. Be. If the game doesn't mean anything, who cares? That's the point. Then right. Why so watch then, it? why wouldn't you want to well, then, then get why more it? of it? Well, why watch it if it doesn't mean anything? Because you get that type of thing that you don't normally get. You get a, a batter talking to a hitter. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure it's great. It, it was great. What did somebody say? Did somebody say something outrageous? No, but they can uh, at least like talk smack to oh, each other and have fun with each you're other. You're really good. I, I like watching you play. 
Yeah. Well, watch how far this ball goes. Right. Oh, you swung and missed that one. Talk smack to each other. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm just not a baseball guy. Used to be, not anymore. Well, then why do you watch Gator baseball? I love college baseball. So what's the difference? It's still baseball. It's a big difference. It makes no sense. Well, one league has 162 games and about okay. Well, then 80 of them don't matter. By you saying that, you're not allowed to watch the Braves when they get to the World Series. No, I can I can watch do whatever I want. Right. So then, but that makes no sense. You're well, not a baseball guy, but then you're going to watch when it matters only. I will watch when the Braves matter. Yes. But I, I, if right, if I will say this, let's say the pick two other teams other than the Braves that'll be in the World Series could be in the World Series. The Pirates. No, uh, they could not be in the World They're Series. They're playing pretty good. Yeah. How All far? Right. The Diamondbacks. They're leading the division, okay. so they could be in the World Series. And the Orioles. Yeah, I, I doubt that I would watch any of that. Not only, don't forget, it comes the World Series comes during college football season. Mm-hmm. But also, I just I have to ha- I would have to have negative rooting. Like now, if you said Diamondbacks and um, Yankees, I'm probably all in on that. You know, I watched so much of the NBA because I had negative rooting going on. I had the anti-Lakers. Um, I, I hate to tell you this, but I was rooting for the Nuggets because I'm not a big Heat fan. Yeah. So I, I had something, to, you know, that got me going. I either have to have a real positive reason or a real negative reason. But you didn't even know who Jokic was before the playoffs started. I knew who he was. I always got him confused with Donkic. <laughs> I can never tell which was which. They seem like the same guy. They're both really good. And they're both like six foot ten. No, Luca's a point guard. Not really. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. He brings the ball up. Well, so does uh, Jokic. No, no, he sometimes. doesn't. Yeah, he does sometimes. Did you watch the games? Yeah. I watched them all. I'm just saying, um, I've got to have a reason to watch. Like college football is the only sport in the NFL too. I'm a, those are the sports that I will watch no matter who's playing. And you you and I have had this argument before. I'll, I'll tell you, that Vandy-Hawaii game, I'm ready for it. It's coming up pretty soon at Vanderbilt too mm. this year. Um, but I can watch anybody play football, but I can't watch anybody play baseball. Or And I can't really watch – Anybody play basketball. Now, college basketball, I can watch pretty much anybody. NBA, playoffs only, and then the playoffs, I get into it. But, I've, again, I've got to have a reason. It's just me. I'm Hey, I'm the one who's messed up, okay? Okay. Let's just leave it at that. I have bizarre watching things. Last night, we were watching The Bear. We forgot the All-Star game was even on. We're, we're down to one episode, which is really depressing. And it's going to be a great one, I know. But then we got to wait. And I don't know with the writer's strike whether they come back with a year season three. Be interesting. Yeah, but it is. You got to watch it, I'm telling you. Okay. You don't have to read anything. I will. All right. You don't have to call us, but you can. 392 8255. That is our Titan MRI hotline. We'll take a break. We'll get those phone lines opened up and get after it here on a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. The SEC Volleyball Preseason Coaches Poll was released this morning. The Gators came in at the number two spot behind the number one Kentucky Wildcats. After coming off of an SEC championship last season, Mary Wise's group will look to continue their strong conference play. The team will open their season on August 25th. The second half of the MLB season is approaching. Teams will begin play on Friday after the National League defeated the American League 3-2 last night in the All-Star Game. The Rays will open their second half against the Kansas City Royals on the road, while the Miami Marlins will face the Baltimore Orioles. College football media days began with the Big 12 media day beginning today. SEC media days will begin on Monday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks. Get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back on the show. Let's go ahead and get to the phone calls. Uh, We've pretty full phone lines here. Uh, Byron's up first. Let's see what he's got for us today. Here on the tailgate. Thank you very much, Pat. Pat, you got. I'm a, I'm looking at that bear. Uh, I've really been fishing a lot lately, and uh, Pat, you probably have, have noticed this place going down there by uh, Green Cove. I was down there. We went down there about four something this morning to catch mullet. Uh, the bridge that goes across over there to the St. Yeah. Johns County area. Yeah, I <laughs> know you got to have seen us down there. One of those sides. But but let me go on what I was talking about. But guys, that that, that caused me to miss the All Star game because I tried to go to sleep early. And I want to look at the uniforms, and I haven't seen it, but PG called up about it, and and Steve was talking about it. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to look at those uniforms. Pat, what I I want to ask you guys, uh, have y'all heard any ruckus about the Jaguars uh, considering the Swamp as a place to play their home games in a few more years? I don't know if that's something we need to talk about. There isn't any fans around here, but I sure would like to push it because I would love to go 10 minutes from my house which is where I'm probably at from the swamp on 15 to the game. And uh, B- Bianca, one of your buddies, has become a bad, uh, a, a, a non-celebrity in Jacksonville because, uh, funny, he's pushing Orlando. And I think Daytona's in the running. And uh, Well, he's pushing uh, Orlando because he lives in Orlando. <laughs> he's, he's, he would be pushing Gainesville if he lived in Gainesville. Uh, I'm not pushing Gainesville. I, 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 whatever they decide, they decide whatever the deal they could work yeah. out. Um yeah, it would be great to have NFL games, but I got to be honest with you. I don't I think there's a lot of Gator fans here who would go, I can't do it two days in a row. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, I mean, you, you can't might. you can't schedule every other week. It, it just doesn't right. going to work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I'm wishful thinking. I'm a Jags fan, but I can understand. And and two games and, you know, but I I don't think a lot of the Gator fans would come back anyway. So I'm thinking it would be more of a Jacksonville pro crowd. So I don't think that would affect just like in Daytona. Yeah, and I I think it's different crowds too. I mean, if you don't go to the Gator game, you're more of an NFL person and you have an opportunity now to get to one of those games, you go. I I don't think there'd be a ton of – No, but I'm just saying you have a choice of driving 10 minutes or an hour and a half. A lot of people are going to just say, "Well, I'm not going to drive. I'll watch it on TV." I, I still think it'll end up in Daytona. Is what I what I think. Even though I would not be a big fan of that because you know, they're all on one side, right? A mm, little bit on the other side. Yeah, not many. 
I, I would like Daytona too, Pat, because I just I haven't been to a race yet, which is my fault. But but I'd like to go in that that place. Got to be amazing in the. I think the probably had better corn pretty sweet. courses than you know. It's caverns, yeah, I, I man. Bet. I mean, it's it's it it kind of blows you away how big it is. It seats over a hundred thousand. Mm. So. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Last, let me go, guys. Uh, uh, we were talking, Steve and I, I, I kind of brought up Dame Lillard, and Steve brought up a good point, and I want to debate him, guys. But he made $200 million, and he said they don't owe him nothing. Pat, you guys do golf tournaments. You've gotten paid, and Jeff, you too. But you guys have been great ambassadors. And I'm going to mess with Steve. He's coached. He's done stuff in Gainesville. He's part of this community, and I think he's been an asset no matter what you guys have made, Spurrier. And I, Tom Coughlin up in Jacksonville, and Billy Donovan made good money, but he's done other things. So I disagree with you, Steve, and I think Dame Lillard, knowing I have an NBA connection, they have to do so much stuff in the community and sell so much money. They might not be the best guys, but it's required. So he's done stuff in 11 years in Portland, and they owe him something thank y'all guys and go gators all right byron yeah i don't know that they owe him to break the bank i mean he's going to get a lot of money no matter what um but it's just a matter of whether they trade him or not that's that's what the big argument is whether they want to get rid of him and try to rebuild i mean when's portland been irrelevant clyde drexler bill walton before then yeah but I don't know. I, I, I get confused by some of these NBA trades. Um, and like in his case, I, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on there. But now I saw that Portland said, we'll wait three months if we have to before we trade him. All right. Let me know if you do. Yep, no big deal. Don't news dump it on Friday night like <laughs> uh, Northwestern tried to do. Very true. Back to the phones. Get Tom to join us. Tom, what's up? Well, I probably had uh, – held on too long for this, but uh, uh, I was born in Milwaukee, so I'm a big Braves fan. Okay. But I I have to agree um, with Pat. Watching the All-Star game for me, I mean, it only became relevant, what, two years ago? When when did they start saying the winner... Uh, is got home field advantage. Two years, three years. No, it was no, a, it was a while ago. Yeah. They stopped it several they stopped years a ago. Couple years ago, yeah. Oh, okay. so now it's, it's back, back to being an exhibition right? again. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I it, thought so, it really meant something now. No, it didn't mean anything. <laughs> okay, so to me, it's like watching the East-West game in football. Who who cares? There's really no point in it, and. Uh, if there isn't anything vested in there now, do you believe that these guys are playing 100%? No, but that's not, not really the point. It's just an, an opportunity for all of the world, or at least the United States, whoever's going to watch, to see all these great players in one spot and have them show off. And and, and that's where, you know, again, I'm I'm not sitting there saying I'm glued to it and it's like this huge deal, but... I loved how they were able to mic up different players and you get a different perspective of what they're thinking and you know how they're going about it and getting interviewed and stuff kinda, like that. Kind of like the XFL. Yeah, yeah probably a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Except okay. the XFL right. games mean more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had to call in because it's not always that I agree with Pat, but in this particular case I do, and I think you're too close to it. Um, 
Uh, no, that's yeah. that's fine. It's I mean, it, it, it's not. I'm not saying it's like end all be all that I have to watch the game, but I I enjoy it. I'm not miserable. I or... heard you boys raising your voice. He did. He raised <laughs> his voice. I didn't. Yeah, but that was about he something did. different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good. Day. All right, Tom. Thank you. I think I would feel different if I like in the old days. I knew every player that would come up. It's not like anybody would come up and I would go. Oh, I've never heard of him. Yeah, we uh, found out yesterday you only knew 10 of 18 starters. Which was a, only because the Braves have so many players yeah. in there. Yeah. So I think that would make a difference. Uh, a lot of times I have no idea. who. I don't watch a lot of American League baseball. So anyway, it's, but that's me. Do you know who won? I think the National League won on a great catch. I read it. Two-run homer. And then a great catch afterwards? Hmm. Nothing. The catch. Who hit the homer? Some dude you never heard of. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's get Matt to join us next. Hey, Matt, what's up? Hey, guys. How are y'all? Good, man. Uh, This is kind of, I guess, a serious question or just to totally pivot off of what you guys have been talking about. But... And I, my my information is limited. I've just only heard a little bit today, but about the Kitna situation. Is it my understanding that, I mean, obviously it got knocked down to a misdemeanor, but am, am, I, am I reading this correctly, that he basically was a 19-year-old that had some inappropriate pictures of a 16-year-old, basically? I mean, is that, I mean, is it? There were, there were multiple pictures. Out? There were multiple pictures on his cell phone. And he shared them with other people. So, okay, so sharing, okay. My question, I guess, was, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you answered it right there. I mean, the idea that he's sharing it, and it obviously is beyond inappropriate, but I, I thought maybe for a second, you know, I mean, this kid's life is ruined. You know, is there any chance that he could have another opportunity, not necessarily at the University of Florida, but... I mean, can the kid get another opportunity to go play football somewhere or do something to try to, you know, am I, am I, am I way off base here or is it just he, he dug his own grave and he's going to have to just live in it? Is that basically well, what he, we all agree with? My, my feeling is he will have to take it way down to play somewhere. That, that Power 5 schools aren't going to take a chance on a guy like that. They just—it's just a bad look for them to do that, um, and I, I don't think they will. So he's probably going to have to go somewhere else and and play. But I, I, somebody will take a shot at him. And yeah, and I think their relationship—it's not, like, not like we're saying we need to. Oh, Jalen Kitna—he's so good. I have no idea if he can play or not. Yeah, and you know, I think his dad would dad would know people in the industry to to make a phone call and somebody help him out to be able to get that opportunity and. Yeah, and, and and Matt, I I don't think anybody really knows exactly what happened. You know, I think if it's if it's that case, if it's a 19 year old with 16 year old, then it doesn't seem very harmless. But then there's also been stories out there that it was people much younger and much different types of pictures. So I guess until you well, you get okay, a police so report and look at something, then it, it's really hard to gauge. But from what I understand, the police report, and I guess it was determined that it was three photos of a 16-year-old that he knew. So the narrative that he's a sexual predator 
you know, pedophile is is probably not correct. Correct. If if I that mean, is the, yeah, if that's the case, then you're right. I mean, it's so close. I mean, the kid's nineteen. You know, he was nineteen and did something stupid, right? I just, it, it's just that's look, man. It, it's a tough call because. You know, basically, I mean, look at what he had in front of him. Well, let me ask you this question. Who was it a tough call for? Who who was it a tough call for? Was it a tough call for the University of Florida? I don't think it was. I don't think it was, but I think they had to do their due diligence, correct? I mean, but just to label the kid as a sexual predator, you know, he wasn't. And it's been determined that he wasn't. Well, wait a minute. Who determined and it? You? No, wasn't it just found us? All the charges were dropped down to a misdemeanor. Well, he pled down. So that, yeah, that, he pled long. down. Which okay. which people plead down from murder to manslaughter. They plead down from sure. So, but what I'm saying is, it was somewhat. I mean, look, I, I feel dirty even taking up for because honestly, we don't know. I mean, who knows? He could have a. He could have like just a stockpile of kitty porn. We don't know this for sure i'm just going off of basic the facts that we know right i mean and i just hate that the kid's life got thrown away over all of this but then again i don't know all the facts and i guess my question was is you know is the kid going to get a second chance i don't think he's owed any kind of apology by anybody but i mean and i think florida did the right thing i'm just curious is the kid going to land on his feet somewhere does he have an opportunity to to bounce back? Yeah, I, and I I would say I would say yes to that. Okay. I mean, look, we do need a quarterback, but I he ain't gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> according to this sure. one, this story um, here, it was um, two images of a young girls being sexually abused online, and. Um, then when they went and they checked his phone, they found three other older pictures of other people that were on there. Uh, they did not estimate the ages. So that sounds that sounds disgusting, and I, and I hate to even think that. Um, I was just going off of the basically the way it was pled down, and from my understanding, it was pled down that it was way overblown. But I could be totally wrong. No, I so, think it pled down like happened. like anybody with. A, a father who's been successful can plea something down like that. You know, I mean, that's Do we really you get, you get we really, really good lawyers that? involved. Yeah, yeah well, you you could be right. You could, hey, look on on a, on a better subject. My my thoughts on the stadium expansion. Let's go up. Let's let's do let's do a mezzanine club level all the way around, and then let's take the Sunshine Terrace and wrap it all the way around. What do you guys think? So then the lower sections, you can chair back it. Then you do mezzanine um, uh, club level, similar to like what they have at Ole Miss, you know, have some club level seating all the way around mezzanine level, and then go up a little higher. And I don't think you lose that many seats. And then also you're enclosing the stadium. And, man, can you imagine that thing being like that all the way around? How loud would it be down up in there? I mean, you're looking at just a big hole in the ground with people just staring on top of it. I'll hang up and listen, guys. Talk to you all later. All right, Matt, thank you. Why don't you just make it 200,000 people? Just keep building it up. I don't think that's the plan here. I don't think that's the goal. No, and I think structurally, I don't even know how you go yeah. much higher on 
on that student side, oh. you'd have to obviously build behind it and then do something, make it happen. But I mean, you could definitely put more suites around it. Suites don't make noise. He wants more noise. Because people are inside suites and they're going, yay! Yeah, but they're also that's what also people want. That's what generates And that's money. where it's going to generate the money. It's all about, money. yeah, generating mo- and, and making people uh, more comfortable in the stadium. Um, you know, I've talked. we talked about this a million times, that last year was the first year attendance went up, and I think it only went up because of people were happy to be out of the house, you know, and be able to participate. And um, so I think that um, – We'll see what the attendance is like this year around the country. You know, whether it goes up, down, sideways, we'll have to wait and see. We will see. Uh, something I'm seeing that I didn't really know, Alex Rodriguez is part owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. All righty then. It's interesting. Tom Brady's part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, which I didn't know until I read a long story about why Gruden got fired. It was really good. Yeah story today about the Gruden-Snyder connection, and yeah. it was pretty good. And we didn't say yesterday, Tim Tebow now owns a hockey team. He does. And what, Lake Tahoe? Is that where it was? Yeah, I wonder what your percentage is, like w- how much you have to put up, or do you try to raise the money like a producer does for a movie? Um, because then when, when you hear that, oh, this team sold for $400 billion, you're like, well, that guy didn't pay $400 billion. Somebody, yeah. He got help from other people. And sure. Raising money, but anyway. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and keep it going. You are listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Storms should continue intensifying as they push east of the I-75 corridor closer to the Atlantic coast. And the best chance for the strongest storms tonight will be near the Orlando metro area. Then cloudy skies turning partly cloudy by daybreak tomorrow. Low temperatures in the mid to lower 70s. Tomorrow afternoon, sunny early with scattered evening storms. Highs in the low to mid 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. No sport has an older demo than baseball does. That's what they've been trying to change. They've been trying to get younger. That's why they're trying to speed up the game. Everything is meant to cater to a younger audience here. The all-star uniforms? Man, boring. The National League, I mean, it looked like they were being punished by wearing those. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dulles right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the Big Chew. Three days in a row. It's a modern-day record. Me and you together. Summer record, that's for sure. No doubt. But uh, obviously, uh, Big 12 media day today. I, I wanted to ask you about this, Jeff, because I saw this quote last week. And, and again, I have no problem with a coach saying this, even if it's not true. And when he said, Gus Malzahn said, I don't want to hear about the Big 3 anymore. It's a Big 4. And then the first year they're in the Big 12 it comes the first poll comes out and they're eighth um, my first reaction was well you're eighth in a, in a real conference now that's where you're being picked and I went yeah, if, if if they were doing all 14 teams I don't think Florida would be higher than eight so uh, but no I mean look you got to win a real national championship before you can say there's a big four yeah I think it's a little far-fetched uh, I, I mean 
you're you're a nice club. You're a nice program. You're doing a great job. Beat the crap out of Florida a couple of years ago. Crappy team that Florida had. But yeah. you're not – it's not the big four. In fact, it's probably not the big three anymore. It's the big nothing. You know, in the last few years, it's really been the big nothing. Is Florida State the best out of the last few years? I don't think out of the last few years. I would probably say it would be nobody. It might be UCF. Yeah. It's just the state is for some reason struggled. Um, obviously, we know what Miami's been through. Manny Diaz, they fire him. They bring in Cristobal. First year goes five and seven. Nobody saw that coming. I thought they brought in J.D. Arteaga. They did. <laughs> uh, FSU finally seems to be riding the ship, but you're not a part of a big anything if you don't even can't even win your your conference or your division, right? Uh, and Florida, certainly. Six to seven, six to seven. You can't get away from that. It's impossible to ignore. So I think I don't think there's a big anything. That's the way I would put it. There's not a big three, there's not a big four, there's a big nothing. Now, I, I agree with that. It can get back. Sure. And a lot of people think FSU this year is going to be great. I tell you what, it, I, I still – that first game, I think it's on a Sunday night, right, uh, between FSU and LSU – while I'm struggling of who to root for there, I am also – it's going to be the reverberations from that game are going to be pretty dynamic. All right. Well, I'm going to make you Loser pick it. Let's, let's go through then. If if they're the best team this year, we talked the other day about the Gators potentially getting seven. You said nine even possibly, which would be a far-fetched, you said. But yes. nine is doable. I think that's their ceiling. Okay. So then let's see. What is it for FSU? What is what is that first game? In Orlando, at Camping yeah. World Stadium. Yeah, and I I don't know how big of a factor it is that it's in, in the state of Florida. I mean, LSU's coming to this state won a lot of games. Um, I think FSU's going to struggle with the hype, and I think their defense uh, that – LSU's got they've got some Harold Perkins is ridiculous. I think he's the best player in the league. Yeah, I think LSU wins the game. I think LSU. I would pick LSU. All right, they'll beat Southern Miss and Boston College. There's two. Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! BC. Tell you what, they've got something for them. Okay. (laughs) It is in Chestnut Hill, so. Yeah, I was trying to look out. Yeah. Okay. High noon. On a Saturday, they're going to beat them. Clemson next week. In Clemson. In Clemson. They'll lose that. Yeah, I, I don't know how good Clemson's going to be. That That is one of the – there's light a, a lot of X-factor teams going to this year. Um, one of them is Texas A&M, as we know. But I think they're definitely one of the X-factor. Where I, I Clemson's been so good, but it felt like it kind of was the beginning of a – slide last year or is Dabo get righted back to it's kind of like the Saban thing you know everybody's going to go to uh, Nashville and ask Nick Saban A when are you retiring and B is is Alabama on the down down slide you know even after they had the number one recruiting class in the country Clemson's beat them seven straight years doesn't mean anything 
I don't believe in the. I don't believe in streaks. Okay. Different teams. So you didn't believe about the Gators over no, Kentucky streak? Never did. Always felt they could lose to them any year, and many times they almost did. Vandy, Chris Leak's first start. I don't know how they won that game. <laughs> They're down twenty-one-three, and they've got Kentucky's got the ball driving. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Jared Lorenzen goes. Channing Crowder can't get him on the ground, and he just throws it up for grabs, and the whole game changed. All right, I got two wins right now. What do you got? Same? Yeah. Okay. Virginia Tech at Joke Shamble Stadium. They're not good. Okay, three. Syracuse, four. Do you know Babers coaching for his job this year? Yeah, he's struggling. He's on the hot seat. All right, there's four wins. Dookie. In Tallahassee. Yeah, they'll win that game. Okay, five wins. This is part of the reason why people like them is because their schedule sucks. Wake. Wake beat them last year. And I want to say it was at Wake. So where is it? No, it's in Wake this year. It's in Wake. Oh, so they beat them in in, um, Tallahassee last year. Mm -hmm. I remember watching that. We were watching a different game. We were at the Redmond's house, and we were just keeping track of the score. Wake has beat them three straight years. But you don't believe in streets. So you can't be part of a big anything if you've lost to Wake Forest three, three straight years. Three straight years. Yeah. Now, Wake also had Sam Hartman for a couple yeah. of those years. All right. Win or loss? Uh, they'll win that game. All right. Six. Pitt. At Pitt. Well, it seems like they have a lot of road games this year. Are you reading this right? I'm reading it right. <laughs> um, Pitt's a team that could upset them, but I think they'll beat them. Okay. Seven. Miami in Tallahassee. They'll beat them. I would think Eight. so. North Alabama, nine. And then the Mighty Gators in Gainesville. Lose. They'll so, lose that game. So nine wins. I think their ceiling is 11 and their floor is So then they're, eight. they're the best team in the state. Yes. No, they are the best team in the state. There's, I mean, there are a lot of people. But pick- is that only because their schedule? Like if if let's no, just they've got better personnel than, than the right. other two teams. We'll, right we'll we'll take a break and if nobody calls, we'll I'm going to give you the Gators we'll, schedule, but acting like Florida State is Florida, and we'll see how many wins they get. Okay. Is that fair? Or you could do it the other way around too. Yeah, you can Florida Gators, play their Gators schedule. schedule see how many theirs. wins I can get out. Of let's that. do that. Okay, sounds sexy. Either way, <laughs> either way. All right, we'll get a break. We'll come back and do that when we return here on the tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ben and Solomon. College football media days began with the Big 12 Conference media days beginning today. SEC media days will begin on Monday. The SEC volleyball preseason coaches poll was released this morning. Gators came in at the number two spot behind the number one Kentucky Wildcats. After coming off of an SEC championship last season, Mary Wise's group will look to continue their strong conference play. The team will open their season on August 25th. The second half of the MLB season is approaching. Heath will begin play on Friday after the National League defeated the American League 3-2 last night in the MLB All-Star Game. The Rays will open their second half against the Kansas City Royals on the road, while the Miami Marlins will face the Baltimore Orioles. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner, Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Being a baseball play-by-play broadcaster demands a blend of learned mechanics, intense preparation, and a calm sense of entertainment. How hard is it to do this job? Let's talk to the ones who do it. This is Matt Spiegel. My new podcast, The PBP, Voices of Baseball, will bring those conversations to you as the best working and former broadcasters tell you why and how they do it. New episodes come every Thursday all summer long. Follow The PBP, Voices of Baseball, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Here, I got a good trivia question for you. What is the longest continuous rivalry in, in college football history? Because the second longest is about to go away. I don't know. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Not <laughs> that. But uh, 
our friend Mike Gundy made a lot of splash because he said, uh, Bedlam's done. We're done with it. We're never going to play him again because they're scheduled up. And yeah. They're moving. I said, I don't care. Nope. I love, I'd rather see Oklahoma play Alabama. <laughs> yes, me too. All right, let's get Butch to join us next. Hey, Butch. Hey, how you going, guys? Good. Um, the first question I have is the SEC announced its scheduling for the next year, I guess, but that doesn't take into account. I mean, you can't do any scheduling until after Texas and Oklahoma come in, right? Well, it included Texas and Oklahoma. Okay, and so who got moved to the east? There is no east anymore. Okay, well, after this year, this is the last year of divisions in the SEC. Okay, so so, so after be one this, through sixteen. Okay, and how, and how does scheduling work then? Well, they so they Florida Florida scheduled in twenty twenty four. Yeah, we hard. Yeah, it's hard. They we talked about it, but everybody's is pretty hard in twenty twenty four. Okay, so do they play Oklahoma or Texas? They do. Texas play Texas. Okay, all right. Number one, my focus, my question today was um, stadium expansion. I'm seventy five years old. Pat's old. Jeff's young. Who in the world in of sound mind and body wants to go? In a stadium now, you think it's, you say, well, it's 90 degrees out here. Well, it's a whole lot hotter in that stadium than it is outside. And so if you can't find a way to totally air condition that stadium, don't you think as time goes along that stadiums really don't, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here going, man, I can watch this on my big screen TV. Have beer, potato chips, bathroom right next door to me. Then you would to go out there and sit in that heat with the first aid stations. I'm a retired police officer and, uh, that those first aid stations are just overwhelmed when those first few games. Am I? Do I make any sense to you at all with that? I mean, why would you do that? Yeah, but there, there'll always be young people that are willing to do it, Butch. I, I know that, you know, obviously as you get older, it's not much of an, an appeal, and, and Pat has talked about it a lot of times, and I get it. I haven't sat in the stadium in 20 years because I've always been up in the press box radio booth doing doing those kinds of things, so I don't really know – but, I, I mean, I remember 20 years ago, and I loved being a part of those crowds. I loved falling down three or four rows when you were high-fiving each other and celebrating. And I guess I never really thought about it being hot and miserable because it's just something that you did. And as a fan, I cherish the six or seven opportunities that I got to go into that place. And now, again, I'm young and all that stuff, and I think there's enough young people that will continuous – do that, and then there's going to be well, when those people get old. There's not enough, though. That's the but problem. I think there is. I, I think you're starting to get to that. I think a lot of people, if Butch still called me young, I think there's a lot of people that my age that would still go there in a heartbeat and are willing to suffer through some of those things and be a part of it just to be in that atmosphere. So I think there'll there'll you, always be a turnover. It, you hit it right on the head, suffering, suffering. <laughs> Yeah, but but I mean they're willing they're willing to do it. So there you're, and if the stadium goes down to eighty thousand people, I think you could very easily get eighty thousand people to be a part of that six or seven times a year. Especially if those eighty thousand are comfortable. Correct. Yeah. Okay. For Jeff and Pat's opinion, what would you think of, of doming the stadium? I don't. I don't think it's possible. I don't think the they have the infrastructure to do that. Uh, that would take all the forty million right there. Yeah. Four hundred million. Four hundred million. Yeah, that would um, take it all because to to put a dome over it. I don't know. I my gut, and, I, and we're gonna find out what their plans are soon. But my gut is that they're gonna do what they've done it, like what they did at Dallas, where you have a hole over the stadium, 
over where the playing field is, but then the rest of it is shaded. Yeah, and you saw what Miami did down in their yes. stadium. Like what Miami did, yeah. yeah. They were able to co- cover it up a little bit. Because you think about it this way, too. There's no longer any weather delays. You know, if it's domed and it's closed in, then who cares if it like it? Yeah, the, so, I mean, the, the, there's no way they can dome in what it is now. They would have to then take the golf course, get rid of that, and build a brand new stadium there for double what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I see it then. All right, guys. Well, you have a great day. All right, Butch. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll have to do our little thing on the other side. Also, Hall of Fame ballots came today for the Florida-Georgia Hall Ooh. of Fame. So we can go through the 10 guys that are nominated, I assume, by the University of Florida. You won't believe one of the names. You won't believe one of the names. Alan Ryan? Alan Ryan did not make the list. He would be one I wouldn't believe. They won't even put Judd Davis in there, who kicked yeah, four field goals in the mud. Pretty crazy. Yeah. What are they thinking? Well, we know I've, what you're thinking. I've argued it. Come on back for hour two, because we'll be here all the way until six on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed. With no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. I was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you Lasting relief now, and the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm gonna say something to you and then say it i just say it or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardoza uf and at pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat All right, second hour of the show brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. They won't back down. I just ran across this story from a, I think it came out yesterday, that a judge has reordered the arrest of Dennis Hernandez, who is Aaron Hernandez's brother. Okay. Um, he, on charges of relate, related to throwing a brick at the ESPN campus in Bristol. Uh, he threw a brick with a note on it over a fence to all media outlets. It's about time you real I I think he's trying to make a play on words here. He spelled it R E A L E Y E S. Real eyes. The effect media has on all family members. Since you, you're the worldwide leader, maybe you could lead on how message and media and messages are delivered brick by brick. Clean it up. Stand it up for his brother. You think you should go to jail for throwing a bag with a brick in it? Depends on where it lands. Not like you hit somebody. No, but and again, I threw a brick the other day. When you get arrested for that, and then you ignore it, that's not a good move. No. Yeah, but anyway, don't want to get arrested. You don't, as a rule. You don't want to get arrested. Um, have you ever been arrested? No. I was arrested once. Really? I was in high school. I w- had a uh, pair of gym socks, and I had this habit of sticking things like in the back of my pocket, and then you know it'd be hanging out. 
like my gym shorts. Trying to get a bulge. No, back pocket. Okay. Yeah, maybe you're weird. I'm not. No, I am weird, but that's not the point. And I walked. I thought I was just walking into a garden area, and it turned out I was leaving the store and under under uh, clothes plain. What do you call plain clothes cop? Arrested me. Took me to jail. Dang. Mister Andrew had to come and straighten it out. How about that? I got got off. I mean, I didn't wasn't doing anything wrong. Were you freaked out? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird in that I was. I knew I'd done nothing wrong, and it was like. I was it was gonna be resolved. And it was. Judge Dorcas Drake was the judge. Nice. I remember her. She's a very nice lady. Had a great uh toy drive up in Jacksonville. This happened in Jacksonville. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so I've been there you go. But all records have been expunged. <laughs> <laughs> you pleaded down. I did plead it down, yes. <laughs> Made it work. All right. Phone lines are open, 392-8255. It is our Titan MRI hotline, and Rit, use those numbers to call. What's up, dude? Hey, you guys were speaking about Florida State earlier. Uh, Jeff, you might have seen this. Pat, I don't know if you still get this. I got an email about the break-in at the training complex, uh, the football complex. Yep. And they've they've got the pictures of the the kids on there, and one of them looks like he's wearing a Florida State shirt. (laughs) Uh, for real, look I at know. The picture. He's got like it's so might be some uh, some hazing or whatever going on there. This stadium subject fascinates me when I hear people call in about oh build this and add that and dome this and if they're not familiar with the area around it, you're kind of constricted on what you can do over there. That's right. Because you know on the Yon Hall side, I be- I believe I know Usler is a historical registered building i think florida gym is too could be yeah and and they're not uaa funded those are eng funded buildings yon hall is too as a matter of fact it's not uaa it's eng funded so what, what is in yon hall now is it is it um so it's a it's a mixed match of uh different departments uh i know the rotc has some rooms up there like for storage um i think health and human performance had some overflow offices over there um before they moved out of the infirmary the infirmary folks had offices over there veterans and stuff uh va i think has an office over there so it's kind of like an overflow area for a bunch of departments on campus because space is already at a premium so you know they're not i the big thing i think is the aesthetics of around the stadium because that area there has a real back alley feel to it, you know, and I wish they could do, do something to the North lawn of the stadium because aside from the Gator walk, it's kind of, you mean the South really? Yeah. North lawn. I'm sorry. You're right. North lawn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it could be cleaned up and the same thing for the inside of the stadium because it's got a real brutal feel to it. Um, it's got an old stadium. old school feel to it, but I, this is not an old school world we live in now. It's you need to modernize right. everything. Yeah, concrete, a lot of nooks and crannies and caged areas that people can see in plainly and stuff like that. And I think you know if they modernize all that and the whole awning thing is a great idea. But 
they're not gonna. I don't think they can expand it any further. I think if anything, it's gonna be contraction and and just modernize and make everything look. Yeah, I mean, that, new. that's exactly what it's gonna be. It, it needs to be more fan friendly. You you can't put in yeah. chairbacks and have the same and number have the same capacity, too. right? No, and I, who cares? Yeah, you know, it, it, I've sat several times up in the sunshine seats. Like in the in the corners. Yeah, I would tear back that great. entire th- area, wouldn't you, Rit? I mean, just tear back well, the well, entire sun sunshine. Well, they seats. Oh, they are basically. Well, well they, they, they I, I want to say like there. the first, the bottom twenty rows up there are. Yeah. Uh, and then like in the middle, in the upper rows, like the nosebleed rows, they're all benched. Uh, but yeah, they, I, I specifically look for tickets in that area because they're cheaper. Because they've got the sunshine. Oh, you're in the nosebleeds, but it's chair back and the views not much worse than if you're on the opposite end where they have the overhang where the visiting team comes out. So, uh, yeah, chair back it, call it a day, put the awnings in, clean the place up, do some landscape work uh, to modernize it. Because it does have kind of a brutal, kind of old-school stadium feel. Like, I feel like it's got to feel like I remember going to uh, Fenway Park when I was, like, eight years old, and it was dirty and smelled like beer and urine, and I loved every minute of it. But it was like a really brutal, gross place. And I, 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 I would agree with you on that. Up, <laughs> yeah, if, if they clean it up, I, I think it, it'll be brilliant. So good show as always, guys. Thank All right, Rhett, thank you. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what they end up, what their plan is and how, how it's good because it's going to take like four or five years, um, you know, to do this and have to do it during the off seasons, obviously. So uh, it's going to be kind of interesting to see. I'm curious too, Jeff, whether we will have access to Stadium Drive any. You know, for there could be a summer where they're tearing up that entire part of the end zone. Yeah, but you don't really. Oh, you mean right here by Journalism yeah. on the South yeah. Side? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, again, I, I I'm I'm I'm. Fascinated to see exactly what they want, what they're going to do. I know what, I know that the plan is to reduce capacity, put more chairbacks in, make the east side a kind of a party type area where you have, uh, you know, suites over there on that side too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got they've been thinking about this for a long time, uh, several years. I mean, I think the first time. Scott Strickland, I talked about it was probably four years ago, four or five years ago. Well, and. Obviously, Scott's done a really good job with a lot of different things, and he's been to so many different stadiums over the years. You see what works, what's good, what's not good. I mean, I, I think I've even had conversations with, with people within the UAA. Hey, what do you like about this ballpark, or what? What? Why is this place so cool? And you know, it's all ideas that they're then trying to figure out. Well, and that's what they did with the baseball. They yeah. went a lot of different places to find out what worked. You know. Um, at those places, and then um, they've they had already put some of those in at the swamp, which I you know the thing about the grab and go um, things and yeah, they, but they I mean obviously it needs a complete overhaul. So I agree with you when you say more suites and and putting some more stuff on that that east side, but. I'm telling you what they're going to do. I'm not saying. No, I, I, yeah. I know, but I. I mean, I think it needs to be done, and I think people want it, and they would pay for it. But then, if you look at baseball, you basically have one suite, and then you only have 
that little area in basketball that yeah, not would, a lot. So I was a little surprised baseball only went with that. Yeah, so it, is it only in football in this university that people – because if you go to Ole Miss, spend the money? Yeah. if you go to Mississippi State, LSU, South Carolina, there's, there's suites that line the entire yep. infield. Arkansas lines now the entire – all the way down each side. So I, I, I guess I wonder – I would, think Florida, would people crave it more in, in baseball now if you could expand maybe, that? Maybe. Um, I think they kind of went with the berm instead. You know, they could have easily put suites in in both those berms, but I don't think that's where they wanted to go. No, because um, you'd have to put seats and then you could still put suites above it. Yeah. No, there's – and, there, and again, I think there's room – for that stadium to grow, like you said, with suites yeah, and just keep coming down. Shoot, you could put them out there on the um, in the outfield. You know, nobody wants sitting in those Adirondack chairs anyway. They're, I heard they're not very comfortable. They're packed every game. Not every game. Every game that is a big game. Well, that's not every. Those game. are the first they ones. They play seventy-one. Yeah, games but those are the first year. ones that go, and they'll play like forty at home. Okay. Okay. Sienna was three of those. It's a good conversation (laughs) for sure. We'll continue to talk about that and more when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening. I'm Faith Duke. The Orlando Magic are set to face the New York Knicks in the NBA Summer League. The Magic previously fell to the Indiana Pacers earlier this week, 108-85. Number 6 overall draft pick Anthony Black looks to lead the Magic to their first win of the Summer League in Vegas at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. In MLB updates, the Miami Marlins will play a three-game series against the Baltimore Orioles that begins this Friday. The Gators volleyball team takes second place in the SEC Coaches Preseason Poll. The SEC Freshman of the Year, Alexis Stuckey, earns her spot on the preseason All-SEC team. The Gators will compete for the first time this season, August 25th and 26th, in the Road to Tampa Bay Invitational Tournament. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Faith. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. (laughs) Not even close. 
We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Let us get right to the phones. Uh, who are we going to take to? I can't read that far. It's Ted's turn. Okay. Man, we got him. Hey, Ted. Up, Ted. How's it going? I don't know if that um, Beatles intro was uh, intentional, Pat, since I sent you that link the other day. Uh, I'm getting ready to go uh, buy my tickets for the Blanky really? Beatles. Good for you. I, I think you're going to. You're going to like it a lot. It's an early show, which is nice. You know, they start playing around 9, half a set through 10. Well, it's not early for me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, relatively speaking, for a college town and music being played, that's pretty early. So, uh, good, man. I'm happy you're going to do it. But, um, you know, is there any opportunity for a flex seating type of situation? I, I, I'm doing this, and it's strictly selfish. I have no problem with a 75000 Stadium, actually, I think that's nice because we just don't sell out like we used to. Let's just be honest about it. But there are instances where we could sell ninety, and I don't know that ninety is a good number anymore. It's just we've just gotten bigger as a human being species here in a in the United States. So I'm kind of okay with a smaller number. But let's just say, for instance, you're playing LSU at home. Don't we have the technology with which to to make the seats be accommodating for more people and then shorten it up? 
if it's uh, for, say, uh, McNeese State? I, I mean, a lot would depend on how how many of the chairbacks you put in. Like, if you if once you put the chairbacks in, you're not taking them out. Yeah, I kind of think the technology exists somehow to make that be able to happen. I just hate seeing the empty spots. Again, it's pure, for pure selfish reasons and not for any other reason. But I just I hate going in there and seeing just large gaps um, at someone who's been going to games since the early 80s when that was never the case. So, uh, yeah, it just bumps me out a little bit. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's, I think that seems a little difficult, the way that it's boxed in and trying to, yeah. you know, add them more like there, there's really I don't know I, I guess I'm I'm thinking about when you say something like that Jacksonville Stadium and the ability to add some more seats there in that end zone but I don't think you would ha- really have that here so no but I guess what I'm saying is, is like you would take the chair backs out for certain games and lo and behold the upper area now can seat you know all the way across another 3,000 people than it did the prior game you know what I mean yeah you can go back to the that's what I'm talking about. Okay. But, you know, again, I think I'm just. Uh, I think it's just summertime, and I'm. Yeah, I think talk that's about tough one. Now, and that's all. The, that's what's happening here. You guys can hang <laughs> up on me. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, Ted. Good stuff. Thank you. Hey, you see who's going to be on Hard Knocks this year? Yeah, the Jets. That'll be fun. It will be good. It's always a good show. I mean, it, it, I watched the one this, this year that they had during the season mm-hmm. with the Cardinals, and it was fascinating. And that was a team that was terrible. I wasn't rich enough to have HBO oh. last year, but I have it now. Okay. So maybe I'll watch it this year. It's actually Jets. really good when they do the when they do the the in season one. But you know what happens every year? You fall in love with all these players and everything, and you really and then the season comes, you go, I don't care. I don't really care that much about this that team. Yeah, I did during the. I, I cared about the players because you never want to see anybody get cut when you're watching Hard Knocks. You you want to cut this guy all the time? We'll see how long he lasts today. It's the cattleman. What's up, Mikey? Hey guys, um, I had a question about Netflix, this Gator movie, and um, FSU. But the, did the Hard Knocks thing break today? I'm coming off the lake, guys. Fresh water and a twelve pack of beer and a nice cooler. That a baby? Did that, is that is, is that working? Is it is it the Jets? It is the Jets. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about that one. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I think the, the the skins, commanders, whatever you want to call them, I think that would probably would have been better. In what way? Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is maybe the biggest off-season story in the NFL, and you're going to put a camera on him as he's trying to break in with a new team. I mean, I know New York media, and Steve doesn't watch the show. I don't know why. I love it. But uh, it's a pretty big microscope. Yeah, but I don't think he cares. I don't. I think he probably had to sign off on this, you know. <laughs> hey, moving along here, guys. But that is official. It is the Jets. Yes. Yeah, for for folks that have HBO, uh, it's kind of the unofficial start to football season, in my opinion. Um, guys, this Netflix deal, the Swamp Dudes, whatever they're calling it. That speaking of that, is that going to be nine ninety nine or something? Ten no. bucks to watch it. If you have Netflix, it won't cost anything. Oh, it is free if you have Netflix? Yeah. Okay. That, that's going to hit here in a couple of weeks? Uh, August 22nd, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hey, um, I'm looking guys, forward to watching myself on TV. Oh, yeah. Me too, Pat. Hey, uh, refresh me, Pat. Um, Aaron Hernandez, I think all these teams have bad dudes, so I've never really been very interested in all that uh, awful deal, of course. 
But how much of that stuff broke at Florida? It seems like didn't most of the bad news with him at least publicly break once he hit the Patriots? It, yeah, basically didn't all of it. Didn't happen until he was yeah. he killed a guy. Yeah. That's when it kind of broke. Yeah, but um, there were some stories here. I mean, the, certainly the punching the guy at the swamp that day was a story that we, was hard to flesh out, and we tried to flesh it out. We heard about it. Um, there was I don't think there was a police report, and that was our biggest biggest issue. Florida yeah, had, that's the only one I can remember, you know, uh, uh, Tebow dragging him out of the bar and yeah, but there, there was a there were a lot of things that have been reported since then that we had n- nobody had any awareness of, yeah, of them yeah. happening. Right, I mean, most best I remember, it was all after he was gone pro before any bad news. Really, all that um, I don't know what y'all. It really did, didn't. Uh, I mean, there, uh, he was having the Patriots signed him to an unbelievable deal mm-hmm. right before all this happened, and then. Then it happened, and then all of a sudden all this stuff. But none of it was really in New England. I mean, there was not a, a problem that they had with him at all. That's why they signed him to such a big deal. Uh, but there was a dark side to him. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I just, I mean, with, with all this coming out, I just don't remember hearing much about his, I mean, maybe y'all buried it there at the paper, but I don't remember hearing much about it when well, he first was of all, please do not insult me by saying we ever buried anything at the newspaper. That yeah, is, no, no, that is an is, asinine I mean, thing to say. No, no, the only thing ever hit that went public was the uh, Tebow dragging him out of the swamp and Bianchi calling him the fumigator, right? That's the only thing that ever hit the uh, went public, right? But but my point is, we if we had found out of the, about these things, we wouldn't have buried them. We don't bury stories. Yeah, okay. We just I, couldn't I, I find out. out. We just couldn't find a lot of them. And, and right. a lot of them but came out way later. I mean, way later. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, way later. Agree. Just kind of double checking that. Hey guys, one one last thing, quick uh, question about FSU with Florida and uh, Miami scuffling along. Florida State seems to be kind of cruising right now. Pretty good times over there. Um, what do y'all think out of them this year? Uh, Steel feels pretty good about them. What's their quarterback situation like? And what do you think out of FSU this year? Are they looking at a ten win season? Yeah, we we ran through the schedule earlier, and I mean, you, you could win ten or eleven games with that schedule. We we were actually going to. St- replace Florida State with Florida and go through that schedule too. I think the Gators would win 10 games if they had Florida State schedule. Like that's that's just what it is. It's a lot different than what the SEC is. So they've got a really good quarterback that decided to come back and that's going to help a lot. So yeah, if they if they don't win 10 games then there's something wrong with them this year. Where's that Clemson game? I'm okay. At Clemson. It's in Clemson. Yeah, okay. Clemson's beat them hey, hey, 7 straight that? years. Hey, hey, guys, uh, Norvell's never really impressed me. But then, uh, you know, I think he did a decent job at Memphis, but I've just never, you know, Florida State could have hired Kiffin also. I've never been all that impressed with Norvell. What do y'all think about Norvell as a coach, uh, both of y'all, and y'all hang in there? Um, he had a good year last year. Not a great year, but they had a really good year last year. And we'll see what, what kind of coach he is this year. That Nothing – like, he, he inherited as big a mess – as Napier did, and that Willie Taggart had really screwed that program up. He had he had let the let the players kind of run things, and he was a, a big believer in being a players coach. And it just it backfired, and it was just an undisciplined group of guys. I'll never forget the first time they Florida went over there uh, to play them, and I've never I mean Florida. I was like so grateful Florida had hired Dan Mullen instead of Willie Taggart, but. Norvell inherited a mess, and he cleaned it up s- slowly, kind of like I think um, 
Napier's trying to do. It's not something that's a quick fix, and it took him a long time. And you know, he's done really well uh, in the portal. He's done okay in recruiting, not great, uh, but he's certainly got the team this year that could be in the playoff. There's no doubt about it. And when he was hired at Memphis, he was 34 years old. He was the the youngest head coach in the country when that happened. So, and anyway, you had two really good years. That last year was. I think they were twelve and one or something, so yeah. that's what got him the job. And that's yeah, usually what was, happens when when you do good at baggage. one of those mid majors. Yeah, and he had a little baggage, and there was that's why some schools stayed away from him. Florida was one of them, but it I don't think it's a, it was a big deal. I know what it was, but I don't want to get into it. He's eighteen and sixteen at Florida State. That's pretty mediocre. Yeah, but he had a good. What did he go nine and three? Or ten and three last year, or, not, or nine and four. Ten and three. Ten and three. Three and six in the COVID year. Five and seven, and then ten and three. Ten and three. So we'll see. I mean, look, like we talked about earlier, they could easily lose to LSU. They could easily lose to Clemson. They're two and two. Then you'll find out what kind of coach he is. Yep. Because that'll be tough to hold on to. Let's get John next. Hey, John, welcome. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, baseball stadium. I'm not sure I understand where you guys are going with that. Uh, Pat, have you ever sat out in the outfield in the Adirondack chairs for a game? I I did one time, yeah. I tell you, that's the coolest thing in the world. That's the only place my wife and and I will go. We love it out there. Yeah, to each his own. I mean, I would the the level of my eyesight would be my biggest problem of being able to – because you're seeing butts, right? You're not seeing the ball in the air. It's kind of hard to find. But um, it, hey, everybody, every, you know, wherever you want to sit, sit. Well, uh, my next question is: You're talking about bleats down the baseline. Let me ask you one question: When you look out of the berms, what do you see? What do you see? It's packed. With what? Kids, people, kids, and. <laughs> families and families and kids and kids that's where you're building your fan base why would you want to take that away well you're still not taking it away you still have the berms you just add more seats for other people know what you're saying we put bleachers in there and build suites above it no no no. i'm not saying saying that yeah just suites above it Uh, oh okay yeah, I you mean, can't get rid of the berms at this point. I, I talk about that almost every broadcast, how awesome that is to see kids run up and down. And and I think that's oh the attraction God, yeah. of what this ballpark is. You couldn't do that at McKeithen Stadium. So I think that's yeah. why a lot more people now come. You you better believe it. And, again, uh, Pat, you're right. It's Maybe it's, it's a preference, but I, I can't see three feet in front of me, but I love sitting out in the Adirondack chairs and – Talking to the outfielders and it's it's fun. I love it. Don't mess with that stage. Do you ever heckle them? Do you heckle them, John? Oh yeah. No baby. Listen, I I I went to college in in Florida. Went to every baseball game in the old stadium. I was the king of heckling. <laughs> I was good. Well, good. Keep it up. Good. That's what we need. Okay. All right. Love you guys. All right. Thank, thank you, John. Bye. Appreciate it. I'm just looking at the uh, the Hall of Fame that they announced the finalists today, and I don't it don't look like Culpepper made the finals. 
So sorry about that. Do you know who Brad Culpepper's partner is in his law firm? I was going to say it was Monica because that's his wife. But um, in his law firm, I, I, I know and I can't think of who it is. Cade Curlin's dad. No, I didn't know that. So I'm wrong. About that. I think somebody told me that though recently. Yeah. Yeah. You drive on the interstate down to Tampa, you see a big old billboard. It's got Culpepper on one side, Curlin on the other side. Yeah, I probably never even thought of being, it being his dad. Of course, I haven't been down to Tampa since Kate Curling got here. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's his pops. Good dude. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and get more of your calls. You're listening to the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Storms should continue intensifying as they push east of the I-75 corridor closer to the Atlantic coast. And the best chance for the strongest storms tonight will be near the Orlando metro area. Then cloudy skies turning partly cloudy by daybreak tomorrow. Low temperatures in the mid to lower 70s. Tomorrow afternoon, sunny early with scattered evening storms. Highs in the low to mid 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Oh, the 
dog days of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays Summer Heat Wave. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home for Rays baseball. From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. We don't want to hear Here Comes the Sun. We want the sun to go it's away. It's all right. We need it, the sun to go down about 8 degrees. Make it nice and comfy out there. I do like the sun being out till 9 o'clock. I do. I, I tell you when we're going we're gonna to think about, golly, I wish it was summer again, is when it becomes winter. It's not the cold weather that we have to worry about. It's you get dark at five thirty. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I know. Can't see walking to your car. It's a, it's. I, I I literally like. Well, yeah. When we're leaving here, I I think maybe the second or third time that you walked out in the dark, I I had I had to I googled it to find out when it was going to be light at six o'clock. And it, I had like only three weeks to go. Like, oh, all right, you make it. Can't wait for it. All right, back to the phones. Rich joins us next. Hey, Rich. Hey, hey, hey I got a, a question. I uh, just uh, watched the last two seasons. I moved back to, to Gainesville after a couple decades away, and uh, where I was living in the Northwest, and and there I got to see a lot of minor league ball as well as as you know being a Mariners season ticket holder. Nice. And then, uh, and watching the SEC games that I'm seeing here, they're clearly a higher quality baseball than than rookie league or or even a ball uh, that I that I see out there at least. Uh, you know, not quite to the triple A ball level, but 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 better than than A. And so it surprises me that when I saw so many high school players selected before players that have been tested at, at the SEC level or, or, you know, major college level. And I'm just wondering, you know, is there any analysis on the likelihood of a high school player actually getting to Major League Baseball as opposed to the college player? And, and what all goes into that decision-making, if you know? Yeah, no, that's actually a great question, and I think it, it's pretty fascinating. And, and it's cool that you say that because, you know, I think now coaches are trying to stress, hey, come to school because of the quality of baseball. Obviously, being on television, you know, you're going to get a, a tutor, a nutritionist, a weightlifting coach, you know, all these other things. And I, and I've said that for a really long time, but I don't think people have kind of bought into it that 
to me, SEC baseball is almost like double A baseball with that type of talent and the people that you're going against. Um, but I, I do think, Rich, though, it has changed a lot more. It's about 60% now, and, and college coaches actually even show that to high school kids trying to make those decisions because, of course, you want kids to come to school. And, and the draft is starting to show it, and, and I actually took this the, the other day. So the first 10 rounds, uh, so it was basically the first two days of the draft, there were 314 kids drafted, and only 66 were high school kids. So, oh, really? yeah, it used to be a lot more high school kids, but it's yeah. really changed trend-wise over the last three or four years because of not only quality of baseball, but the opportunities to play in these really good ballparks. I think coaches can really convince, you know, hey, do you really want to be riding in a bus for eight or nine hours and half of your teammates don't even speak English and you're basically on your own or you can come to school, we'll treat you like, kings for three years you'll get all these amenities you'll get an education and then you'll get to the big leagues a little bit quicker so it, it has transitioned a lot yeah. five of the first seven players were college players taking the draft this year but yeah so i mean just an example there were 121 right-handed pitchers taken and only 29 of them were high school kids there were 37 left-handed pitchers taken and only three were high school kids the only thing that was taken a majority was the high school shortstop because that's, again, the, the best athlete on the right. field, and that's what people are going to do. So It's like how you put your best athlete at quarterback, yeah. and he may, like Joe Hayden, and then you end up Correct, and then you eventually can. find it. Yeah. But, yeah, there were 49 high school shortstops – or 49 shortstops taken in the first 10 rounds, and 20 of them were high schoolers. But every other position was basically dominated at the college level. Well, yeah, I, would, I mean, I would just think from a, from a major league team perspective – College would be a great way to weed out the knuckleheads, you know. Correct. I, I, I mean, if if they've made it three years in a college program, you, you know that they've gone to class because otherwise you wouldn't be playing. You know, you, you most of them graduate. You know, I I was really pleased at seeing how many of the Gators graduated. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just seems like from a major league perspective. Besides the fact that they they look like they're more polished players, you 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 don't know what that you know. Yeah, really you, you have no idea if if you know if they they've capped out. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think some organizations still have the belief of you know, hey, this guy. We want we want to get him early. Yeah, yeah. and you you kind of mold him to being in yeah. your organization for three years, and all of a sudden, hey, he's only twenty years old or twenty one years old. Now he's going to the majors. And well, in a great example, I don't know if you you watched the All Star game last night, Rich, but you know, in that neck of the woods, you're talking about Seattle was that kid from Arizona, and he grew up, you know, ten minutes from the ballpark, and went went there, and now he's only twenty two years old, and he's a rookie, and they you know they got drafted by Arizona out of high school and then now he's already in the big leagues. So I think that there's certain guys that make it, but there's a heck of a lot that don't make it. Well, they draft like 900 players. So yeah, (laughs) but the draft's gotten less and less. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the guys don't make it. Correct. They don't. It's, it's really hard. That's the other thing. This is the only sport where you're not drafting guys to play. You're drafting guys to play. Eventually you're not drafting guys to play right away. Like in in the NFL, obviously everybody you draft, you're you're planning on being on your roster next year. Same way in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, Rich. I, I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's get uh, Porter next. Hey, Porter. 
Hey guys, how we doing? Okay. Dandy. We're, we're surviving the heat. <laughs> if you remember at the at the, at the Mac and the uh, like those those regionals, those super hot regionals we had like two or three years in a row. Um, the the hard one when we lost to Miami in the, in the final game after coming out of the losers bracket. And <laughs> we thought that the, the whole crowd was singing, "Here comes the shade." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here comes the shade. Um, I, it, it's funny people talk about the heat, and you know you're biased as to what you have experienced and what you remember. I swear it was it was. It was. It seemed hotter back um, with the AstroTurf, and it was the stadium was smaller. I mean, I sold cokes there, and that radiating heat. Of course, we always almost always played at one o'clock in the afternoon, um, and so I don't know how much of it that weighed into it. But you know, I, I remember they had uh, you know the quote, quote unquote the loudest and the most vibration that was measured on campus. Did they ever have the, the hottest like on field um, and? Uh, how did, how did those my my bet would be it happened during the artificial turf years because I I was there for a lot of those games and it was brutal and it it took out USC that one year in '82. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would bet that if there was a hottest game I, I, and on record, it would have had to have been. But I don't know that they have any 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 uh, stats on that. Yeah, that 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 that, that you could just almost you could get you could get a burn if you had a giant hat you could get a burn from the radiation off the off that turf. But um, I I, I think and this is I could be wrong. I think it was the, the hottest window I was after they bowled in the south end zone, but they before they'd redone the north end zone. So like you <laughs> you're you're in this hole almost. But um, anyway, that was just my memory uh, as far as that goes. Um, I wanted to ask you the. Uh, the, 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 I know nothing about the kid Clark from Indiana or Illinois, wherever, who was picked third instead of instead of Langford, and you know I don't wish him ill or anything. But I was I was curious what the logic was, and Steve kept saying that it was that, that it was because of money, and they chose him over Langford because of money. And it, I thought that the logic, everything that we said, is is that the the player who stays through his college career and isn't going to return is the one who has the least leverage and is generally the best deal. So the only reason I could come up with is that Langford is older, and if they think they're both going to, you know, get to the pros in the same amount of time, that the the younger kid will have a longer, you know, potential years left. What's your take on that, Jeff? And is there a money incentive there? Because I thought it worked the other way. No, it, well, I mean, he didn't it, play out his whole career. Every, every yeah, yeah, he still had the leverage, and but every, everything slotted at that point. So you're trying to figure out maybe Langford's agent or whoever it might be said, hey, here's here's our number. To Detroit, and then when they call the high school kid, here here's our number, and if it's a million less, well then they've got now a million more in their pool to go somewhere else. So, I, but I mean, every scout's okay. different too. Uh, obviously, I think bias. We think Langford's a, a better player, and he's certainly a known commodity, like the previous caller was talking about, than some young kid. But then all everybody else said that that young kid just dominated Team USA, the best arms in the country, and. He was a state player of the year, although it was Indiana for for a couple of years, and he was a really good player as well. So, um, right. Well, I like to say I'm not saying anything negative about him, but it's just Langford has done it against correct the best of the best in the SEC and against the best pitching year in year out for two solid years. So I just didn't see. I could, I could, you know, I, I understand the age factor if you think, but it seems to me if they're if they're at the same level, you would, you would think there's going to be a couple of years of development with Clark that you won't have with Langford, so you'd make up those. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not upset. I was just curious. No, about I, him I agree with that. Hey, you know who else wasn't upset? Wyatt Langford. Yeah, let's go to Texas. 
Hey, uh, was Ryan Pell drafted? I know he's he made it clear he's not going. No, he was not. Did anybody take a flyer on him? Nope. Okay. And uh, lastly, is there is it too early to know anything as far as how the NIL is is uh, um, impacting baseball in particular with the limited scholarships? Because I, I, I would think that would that would be you know helpful to these kids who they they're they're, they're choosing to go pro or go to the minors because they need the money now and they're not in a position to you know, pay half their scholarship or whatever. Is, have, have we seen any feedback on that or yeah. too early to tell? No, I, okay, thanks, Porter. Yeah, I think you're certainly seeing a, a little bit of it. And I think, I mean, let's, the Gators had one guy go because now you have an opportunity to come play at Florida and get a little money as a part of it. So it's a much better situation to do that. All right, we need a break. So we'll do that, come back, and uh, wrap up the show when we come back here on the tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good evening. I'm Faith Dew. The Gators volleyball team takes second place in the SEC coaches preseason poll. Freshman of the year Alexis Stuckey earns her spot on the preseason All-SEC team. The Gators will compete for the first time this season, August 25th and 26th in the Road to Tampa Bay Invitational Tournament. The Orlando Magic are set to face the New York Knicks in the NBA Summer League. The Magic previously fell to the Indiana Pacers earlier this week, 108-85. Number 6 overall draft pick Anthony Black looks to lead the Magic to their first win of the Summer League in Vegas at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. In MLB updates, the Miami Marlins will play a three-game series against the Baltimore Orioles that begins this Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Faith Beach. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. With all the new people moving here recently, we thought it'd be a good idea to explain International Diamond Center. If you've lived here a while, you already know this, so bear with us. International Diamond Center, also known as IDC, is not an ordinary jewelry store. It was started decades ago by a major East Coast diamond supplier, Keith LeClaire. Keith had international connections with diamond cutters and would sell diamonds to upscale jewelry stores. Then he decided to start selling direct to the public at prices that undercut traditional jewelers in a big way. This no-middleman approach caught on big, and now IDC is one of the largest and most successful jewelers in America, still providing exceptional quality and astonishing value. So if you've 
just moved here from New York or California or wherever, know that IDC is the area's go-to place for diamonds, fine designer jewelry, and Swiss timepieces. Just be prepared to be a little shocked when you see how great our values are, especially compared to where you came from. International Diamond Center, just another great reason you made the move south. Get details, directions, store hours, and more at shopidc.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF. Is that your big bass drum you're playing over there, or are you just happy to see me? Both. All right, lots of calls today. Let's uh, finish up with a strong one as PG joins the show. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? How you doing? Fantastic. Can, do I sound all messed up, man? More messed up than usual? Because it's just weird. Am yeah, a little, clear? Little, little muffly. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll make, I'll make it pretty short, but a uh, couple things. So... I mean, Jeff, me and you talked about this, like King and and Langford. If you're saying in three years King is going to have the analytics that Langford has, that's a bad bet. Yeah, that's right. Because Langford has numbers that just don't come around. So, you know, I I just don't understand that pick. Unless I didn't look at the rest of their draft and slot money and they wanted to sign other guys or, or they're just Detroit. You know what I mean? So like, because that was just not. I mean, not smart. the odds of you being Langford in three years. I know. And they got a room full of analytic guys. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't understand it. And then, like with Sully, let's say Sully likes the portal now. I remember he was a little bit behind, but he always signs high school guys. And, and my opinion is, and I don't know, I like to hear y'all's opinion, but behind that is you don't get. You know, the Brady Singers. I mean, you got a wall drip out of the transfer portal, but you've got to sign. Everybody wants arms and shortstops, right? Like, yep. obviously, uh, catchers, they're in there, but arms. You got pitching. That's what they call the academies about. So you've got to, with, with Sully, he's signing what, 80% still high school guys, probably? Yeah. Right? He, yeah. He's always going to stick with what's worked. And, and I, I think he, and having those conversations with him, he said, you know, probably no more than five or six portal guys every single year because he's had the success he's had. And now all these times to Omaha because of he's gotten those high school arms to come in here, developed them and, and made them really good. Yeah. And the bats too. Yeah. I mean, you know, so he's got a lot, big pool of talent to grab from. So I just don't think like Waldrop is an outlier get a transfer that's a first round and I guess a scheme too because yep, he came right. over from Air Force but he's uh, did you, I think we talked about so Cruz hit his first home run ever off, off of Skeens yeah. <laughs> which is kind of weird but Skeens is an NIL guy you know more about it than most people I mean I guess you could nod your head if it's, if it's top secret but that's why he went to LSU right? That's exactly I mean, right yeah so but I mean you you got to grab young arms when you can get them. Great young players. But when it comes to the MLB draft, if you've got an analytic guy that's 
basically a unicorn and you're drafting a high school guy at the same position thinking that he's going to be that guy in two, two and a half years, I just, I don't get it. So, I, and and yeah, not, I've always had that same theory, philosophy, even when, when it comes to recruiting. Yeah. And guys transferring in or doing different things. Like, I'd much rather go get that veteran sometimes that, that's been able to do it, been there, done that, as opposed to some just up and comer that you might think would be good someday. Like, yeah. make, prove it to me first. So, that's the same exact situation with, with Langford. It's hopeful. I mean, Obviously, we all hope that Langford is in the big leagues for a really long time, but maybe in 10 years we'll have a beer and we can give a middle finger to Detroit and say, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Well, and, I say that anyway. but <laughs> And he's in a better place. Oh, no doubt. I, I mean, I don't know enough about both, but Texas seems to be like a better place. I don't know. It just feels well, like a they're, better They're fit. investing in winning, and they've got that great stadium, and, yeah, they, they want to win. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I got. I, just, I couldn't. You know, there was last thing. There was a lot of mocks. Jim Callis that had Wyatt going number one the last two days before the draft, mm-hmm. and then he slipped. A few well, you know, here's further. the thing: these guys can't come out with the same mock draft they had the day before. They got to change it, or you're not going to look but at. I, it. I think Pittsburgh did a good job oh. of probably throwing people off too, because yeah, you know they're they're did. probably talking to those guys. Yeah, you know, we like this guy, and well, they we really like know, that messing with people. Guy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, scheme value is worth so much. It's like it's like a a, a strider. If he becomes a strider, who yep. knows? And it he does. But like you get an arbitration ace or potential top of the rotation guy before you really have to pay him. Exactly Those right. Those are worth. And he's a year away. He might come up next year. Very anyway. true. All right, PG, we got to go, dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. By the way, Florida got another big commitment today. Yeah, Gainesville kid on the D-line. Kendall Jackson. That was a good one. All right, appreciate Jose producing today and duels for showing up. Thank you. It was fun. We'll do it again tomorrow. Peace out.